This is the Endless Ranters Podcast. Podcast. Can you feel it? Nothing can save you, for this is the season of catching the vapors. And since I got time, what I'm going to do is tell you how to spread it throughout my crew. Well, you won't know Nate Doe, who sings on my records. Good evening, Endless Ranners. Welcome back for episode 133 of your Endless Ranners podcast. Thanks for watching, listening, and subscribing. We truly appreciate the support. My name is Chris, and I am one of your hosts for this evening. Robbie. Robbie's busy. Robbie's busy being a being a dad, being a it's too cool for us now. Being a supervisor, being being a man in charge and take care of business. So uh yeah, Robbie's just busy, but he's coming back soon. Don't worry. He'll but, shine the spotlight on us once more. Once that's again. Right. Robbie will be back with the spotlight. In the meantime, <laughs> it's America's favorite soggy mom. It's Kwana. How you doing? I'm doing good. Hey, hey, hey. That's good. Good, good. You're uh underserved this evening. Under, well, properly served. Yes, properly served. And then Feeling there's a man, the man with the plan. It's producer Manny. What's going down, old man? Yo, how's it going? Good to be back. I don't know. Was I here last week? Yeah, you were. Yeah, I was like, I just back. <laughs> no, like, was, was back he? from oh, yeah. last week. Or you know you yeah you were we not recorded with- a different day. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. We recorded on Thursday because of the my company party that happened. Yeah, yeah, that's right uh i gotta tell you the company party was awesome i drank more than i normally do ever but i maintained i drank plenty of water in between all the goddamn shots and beers that i drank okay uh i was pissing nonstop for what seemed like the entire weekend and uh i've been off this week just because you know that stupid rona got me so oh you know, yeah man it's uh, it's been i'm getting bored already i want to get back outside into the world and back to living back to doing shit like jeff lee told you you needed the tender roni not the rona <laughs> what's i mean but seriously though what's the protocol there like you you're you can't go outside <laughs> i mean i can't go to work oh um, i mean they're they're just like hey if you're not symptomatic after five days come back to work i was like okay yeah, and how are you feeling? Anymore. Are you symptomatic no or what? I'm a lot better as of yesterday. My appetite came back today. You know, again, my appetite's full on fucking raging. So I'm eating everything in sight. Mm-hmm. Uh, the worst, the worst of it was on like the first, the night of the first day. Uh, my headaches would act up like crazy at night, which is weird because it's like I'm trying to go to sleep and my head's just like it felt like I was being. Sc- scraped against the pavement or some shit that's the best way i could describe it um keeping food down was a hassle because you know my stomach was just like hey it's all gonna come back up bro it's like no no i'm hungry i need that nope for how long i threw up twice the second day and i think like maybe four or five times the first day and so um and then some vertigo that was probably the wildest one because I was just in bed. I'd readjust myself and I felt like I'd be, I was about to fall into some endless abyss. Not a cool feeling. Haven't they cured that vertigo? I'm not really even <laughs> sure what it is. 
I know there's a movie called Vertigo. Was there it, was also a band called Vertigo, I believe. You get up, you get up someplace real high and get all wacky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Things get all weird. Wacky at elevated mm-hmm. altitudes. That's your, where it is. Your life turns into a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't uh, understand it, but I figure they, they should be able to fix it. I didn't know that would it would be part of the the symptoms. It's just like this is, I didn't hear about this, but all right, whatever. I really yeah, I thought it was a lady problem from either. like the fifties. Like, <laughs> like the vape. Yeah, it's like another. It's <laughs> like, oh, like I the got vapor. the vapors. It's, it's the medical term for vapors. <laughs> I didn't know. Actually, I hear that the vapors I brought on by Vertigo, or maybe it's the other way around. I'm not sure, but either way, <laughs> I got the vapors. Yeah. Hmm. I know Snoop was affected Simpl- by the vapors at one point. Simpler times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I was just happy to be back on here. And, you know, on our regular Friday night, we had the happy hour prior to this. It was nice and lively. A good amount of people showed oh. up. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> My computer died. I, apparently, I used it for the night before and I didn't charge it. You know. That's all good. Yeah. We're not well. judging. This is a this is a, a a safe space, and this space is in the shape of a rhombus. In case you were wondering, mm. interesting. How was, many sides on was that? Wondering. How many sides on that? Uh, uh, six, I think. No, a rhombus. I'm asking you, buddy. Hopefully, a rhombus just has four sides. It. Wait, really? I thought it was more sides on a rhombus than in four. Mm-mm. Fuck it, then we're gonna go isosceles or maybe parallelogram. You know I don't know. I don't believe anything Christopher says. I think a rhombus is a is a essentially a four sided shape that where two of the angles are greater than or less than something something. Oh, there's the mathematician. It's just a weird, just a weird rectangle. Is all it is. Okay. okay. Gosh. It's also fun to say rhombus. I know. Rhombus. Yeah, it's like, a, it's like a type of cloud or something too. <laughs> no, that's a nimbus. Nimbus Columbus. There you go. Christopher Columbus. Uh, I'd also like to that bastard. thank all our supporters and listeners. Y'all are very brave for supporting us and listening every week. <laughs> we like to champion. Yeah, any, yeah we, we like to champion yeah. our listeners' uh, bravery and saluting y'all every day that you listen to us, every episode that you listen. It it, it builds, it fortifies you against the, the wacky-ass world we're living in. How Speaking many people of went the, to the grocery store looking for chicken and crackers, chicken in a basket, chicken, what's chicken in a biscuit? Yeah, they went looking for that. They yeah. went looking for it. I bet a lot of people got home from the grocery store and were You're like, welcome. You're welcome. Damn it, I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I forgot something. It was chicken in a so biscuit. so delicious. Yep. They really are. Yeah, and I believe that they're seasoned on both sides. So they <laughs> take away, they get, you know, it's a... It's a uh, thoughtful thing to do to take away that whole, which side should I put the cheese on? Exactly. And also, like, you don't even need cheese on a chicken on a biscuit. You're right. That was a good question, Manny. Yeah, Speaking of the European hero, Christopher Columbus. Uh, who <laughs> I didn't Kwan know we were about to not, get into that. Who Kwan is not really a fan of. Yeah. My yellow, I wanted to correct the record on my Yellowstone spinoff from a few weeks back. Oh, right, oh what about right, right. it? Or a couple How? months back, whenever that oh. was. <laughs> I meant for the, 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 the plot of the show was to be that the Native Americans were so offended by the actions of the Dutton family that they actually left the area, like their, their spirits left the burial ground. <laughs> but Quana, 
<laughs> Quana, yeah, they're like, well, because my original thought was like, John Dutton's explaining to the nat- the old Native American spirit, like all the murders he's done, <laughs> you know, to preserve their land and well, their, bur- fair, their burial site. Say that we were going to be doing a bounce off of each other. Yeah, like, I should have. I should have. I, I have yeah. a lot of voices in my head. Like if I had yeah. a little bit of time to prepare for that, I <laughs> well, it was my mistake. So, it was like, my mistake. People back to it. Just seems- yeah. Because when I told Manny, I was like, Manny, you need to go find us a Native American co-host. <laughs> I was trying to wrangle one up. I was like, I expected him to get like one that's like all hippy dippy, not like bitter. You yeah. know, <laughs> not still bitter. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, if I knew a real life John Redcore and I'd, I'd uh, well, actually, no, he's not. He's very, that guy's way more militant. Never mind. That's a bad so idea. When your response was like, good, like supportive, <laughs> like very supportive of the white man's murdering of each other. Yeah. <laughs> it's a different twist yeah well, my, twist, my twist was like john john dutton sitting there like yeah so like you know like these guys this, this real estate developer wanted to give me a, hundreds of millions of dollars for my land and so i uh you know kidnapped his daughter you know and like for the native americans to be like you did what you did you did what for you're like you're like we don't want our heritage honored this way and then, they, then they just all float up out of the ground and leave for Canada, yeah, or Chicago. I which, think the natives are treated pretty horribly in Canada too, so probably Chicago would be better. No, that was a hoax. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, they were, but there was like a there was like a crazy. Hoax no, I think up they there. still are. No, I think they still are. Like, there's a girl. <laughs> I, they don't I even. Thought... I heard they don't even get casinos up there. <laughs> exactly. Total bullshit. No, they're allowed to club seals though. Mm. they're still allowed to go out and club baby seals annually yeah they're still allowed to do that in a peaceful in a peaceful in a peaceful manner i did nails and opi the polish brand they once had like a, a a polar collection and they had these little baby seals <laughs> the guy that i worked for dumped a little red nail polish on the baby's Sorry, it's horrible. That'd be that'd be pretty. I just thought of like a a super anti woke uh, nail polish company where that's where you you name your colors like harp baby harp seal. Yeah. <laughs> like your your red nail polish is baby harp seal. I love it. Yeah, man. Oil slick black after a Native American after yeah. a Native American stumbles upon him. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. So. Um, yeah, there was like there was a crazy thing in Canada where they just started like started self is it flagellate or flagellate themselves? Flagellate. Um, because um there was like <laughs> somebody there was like a bogus story that underground sonar uncovered a mass burial of child graves. Holy shit. Underneath one of those like, you know, one of those white schools where they whiteified them. Yeah. Whatever I forget what they're called, you know, reform schools. Mm-hmm. And the whole country went nuts up there because everybody was just like, of course it is. And it turns out it was, it was just bogus. Like it was a bogus <laughs> reading, like never, never happened. There's never been a mass burial of, you know, native American children ever found like in, in like a, you know, other than like war, by schools, right? Like maybe, yeah. the mil- maybe the military, you know, right. maybe the armies did it, but uh, not by like a school. And nuns, but people bought into it. And then there was like a rash of like church burnings for six months after. Like people were oh, so yeah, pissed. I remember the church burning. Yeah, and people believe that. And it turns out they dug it up 
like not there's nothing there nothing mm. there at all man canadians it's just they just they it. just believe like but you know it's weird because we believe the worst about humanity like we just believe that you know people are so eager to believe these things is that a dig at pizzagate <laughs> <laughs> because i saw some things no but that just made me think of the ace awards and yeah Felipe Esparza and Alejandro. Alejandro. Oh my God, that was brilliant. <laughs> that was brilliant. <laughs> I, was I love that. Sp- I was really t- surprised by how much of what he was saying Ace was able to understand. Was that a B? He was, no, like I think my son has got the remote control, is changing the lighting in here or something, or else. <laughs> um, no, Chris's house is just haunted. That's all. Mine could you. be. <laughs> yeah, we need to get into that because there's demons everywhere, according to Quana. Hey, Dave, at Dave Chappelle shows. On I'm not saying that the, 10 minutes there ago. was a demon there, but there was a little bit of felt very uncomfortable. Wait, so what do you mean? Like, did they like explain? Well, Lunell was there. I need to bring more. I need to bring more crystals. Part of the whole night. I know I should have. If I wore a bra, I would put crystals in them, but I don't. Um. There was like an opening act or like right before they came out, like about 10 minutes, like you could feel the energy, you could feel the crowd getting bigger. Right. So I went and saw Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock. They don't know. How was um, this, by the way? You know, it felt like Dave Chappelle phoned it in and they were kind of like bagging on Sacramento, which felt kind of like, <laughs> shitty. I don't know. We spent a thousand dollars to be here, bro. Like maybe you could just act like you don't hate us like it's right. weird that was weird but whatever wait so, so uh-huh go ahead i was a uh, chris rock because i've been hearing a lot of things about it was uh very slow and he seemed sad and he talked like everything's like was about the slap and then dave i guess got attacked on stage so there was like a whole like huge portions were about like their victimization of how they were attacked right but it wasn't like anything really funny and i love dave chappelle like the reason why i bought these tickets was because i love dave chappelle i've always loved dave chappelle i think Mm -hmm. he's so funny i think he's brilliant he was not brilliant he literally wasn't brilliant he Mm. phoned it in when he took off his shirt like he was wearing a tank top and his body looked weird like i don't know it just it wasn't i felt like they phoned it in it felt like a phone in it felt like they got booed off monday or sun whatever night in san francisco and then they came here on monday yeah. As a, like a suck up because the tickets went on sale a couple of days before it happened. So it felt like they just sucked up a bunch of cash and they really oh, literally yeah. phoned it in. Gotcha. Okay. It's so, kind of weird to think Nell about how super funny. It's kind of weird to think about how old they are. Yeah. Like Chris, Rock, like weird. Chris Rock's got to was... be pushing 60. I say maybe mid 50s early yeah. or something like that. His but face looked weird. His a little racist, like, but okay. His face looked <laughs> okay. really weird. Okay, Manny. <laughs> uh so wait so what about okay so back to the opening act and, and so, the weirdness so uh there was a redheaded comedian that was very funny and then lunell was very funny and then there was like this band that came on but before they came on like the the arena which was like in a circle the stage was in the middle so everybody mm-hmm. was around the stage it went into like like a star or a pentagram, if you will. Like it went like 
out like that, the lights, you know how they can make lights do things. So the lights went all like that red. And then the music was like, not anything that you've ever heard. And these two guys came on stage and it was just, I can't even explain it, but a couple of Bill's coworkers were there and they said that they felt like weird. And like, I just like, you could feel like the words that they were saying weren't words. Like there was, and I listen to rap music. I'm not like, Oh, that old rap. Right, music. Right. I listen to rap music. I know, you know, whatever. I'm not going to pretend like I'm cool. I know, I know it. So this wasn't rap music, but they were two big black guys and they were doing something on stage, but I could not be clear what it was because I literally felt like I had to protect, like I had to cover him in like Jesus. Like I felt like it was like a full blown attack. It felt so horrible. Like I felt it, like it felt awful. So call me crazy. Everybody does, but it was just, it was a lot. Like it was so loud and it wasn't music. Like I know music and it wasn't like, Oh, grandpa Quanta. It wasn't like that. It was like, it was bad. Like it felt bad. The whole thing felt bad. If you're like, if you're Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle and now like you put them together, you know, like as a duo now, they've somehow been connected. Yeah. I mean, they've always been friends, whatever, but I mean, I don't know that they've always like shown up on stage together this often. They were on the victim tour talking about their. Slides. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like, uh, um, yeah, I can see like they're buddies and they get together and it's like a kind of a, or, or I guess the two of them together at this point in their careers, they've got to have promoters coming at them left and right, just saying, if you could just show up here. Yeah. At this stage, we're going to have like, we're going to have other couple other comedians and we're going to have this weird rap band. That's yeah. going to, that's going to try to excited because Rogan acts like he's a God. Rogan acts like when he comes to Austin and he plays Rogan's whatever studio that like people go crazy and oh my God, we did a stadium and it was the crowd. You can't believe it. And when Dave came out, he just, uh, and it was not that mm-hmm. like he looked fat, he looked tired and he wasn't that funny. I mean, I'm saying maybe that, he like, was just, it's uh, just on the road for like too they're, long. Just, yeah. they're phoning it in because it's like some promoter was just like, we got this thing planned and we'll, we'll give you a check for $200,000. If you could the just nicest give us thing like an hour was he said that cause punchline is like the, the small, uh, San Francisco store. club. Yeah. yeah. No, it's in, they have one in Sacramento too. And so oh, okay. I guess a couple that he, uh, saw in Sacramento years ago, and they got engaged at his show were there that night. And he said, I saw you guys and I know you guys come every time I come to Sacramento and I want to thank you for that. So I felt like that was at least like, like we are good. This is a good city. And ugh, he just acted like he, we were trash. Like he, he just acted like we were trash and it's, that seemed rude. Like why come to a city and then act like the city. Well, trash? it's like the, like, you know, no, no, no offense to the ace man, but it's like when he starts his bit, like his shows mm. with like 15 minutes of like, I'm from on, California, like, the, home, the homeless or whatever. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Pass that's it's like, that's kind of like, um, well, I guess if you're like a road comedian, that's, that's like kind of part of your whole warm up. Part of the like, bit, yeah. yeah. It's part of your warm up is like getting a feel like I'm just going to, you know, maybe no, I don't want to call it a crutch, but it's no like, bad just, thing for Ace, but Ace is kind of a lazy comedian. I mean, he is quick with his face and all of the things, but he's, he's his bits. And every time I've seen him, he's, it's all the bits from the show. Like it's, 
it's the same stuff kind of regurgitated on stage. So I'm happy to he, see it he makes me laugh a, every time. Yeah. He's an efficient, he, he is an efficient comedian. <laughs> it's like he's like got all these great things that make millions of people laugh every yes. week, you know. So it's yes. like, why wouldn't he try to try to use that? I, I was thinking something this week. If what's that? It's hard to it's hard to like it's hard to designate eras of something, whether it's like a band or a show or a podcast. So it's hard to designate the eras of that show, like in real time. But I got to think, I think that when you, when we look back in five or 10 years, we'll see a shift. Like, obviously there's like the whole podcast one change for Adam Carolla show. Right. But also like the pre stand up Adam versus post stand up Adam. The pre stand up Adam is Adam ragging on everyone in Hollywood period because he never saw any of these people. He wasn't at the comedy store every weekend, like doing set, get, trying to get fit in and all that stuff, hanging out with these people. And I'm not, I'm not even saying this is right or wrong, good or bad, better or worse. I'm just saying like, it's an era of he was this way. And then he got into stand-up comedy, which I love. Cause I kind of, lo- I like watching the process of him. I like how he thinks about it, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, he's also at the comedy store with, you know, some heavy hitters, Tiffany Haddish, Haddish or whatever her name is. Yeah. And yeah. Ken Jong is there and all these people are there. And all these folks are pretty, you know, like, you know, to be let's fair, ju- let's I just, let's just say they voted like for Biden. Comedy. You know, like his comedy. I've seen like the pulling the ball pulling. I'm not, it's not even about the comedy. Yeah. It's more about like Ace is now kind of, in the hot like he's not an outsider like he never really was an outsider but no right. like he's hanging with all these folks like he's yeah he's at you know like i wish they would so acknowledge it's, it's, him more huh i wish the other comedians would acknowledge him more yeah know? yeah i do appreciate the ones that do like out of the blue like they talk about his podcast and like yeah it's kind of but yeah i think just it's a kind of a weird thing because like he would make fun of these people and mock these folks and whatnot. And then, but now he's like hanging with them and like more, maybe, I don't know. And again, not saying right or wrong, better or worse. It's just, just, a, just a observation. Right. Mm-hmm. As he kind of becomes more accepted, it seems like, cause I, I, you know, and then also like age has something to do with it. So when you're like, 30 adam carolla and 35 and brash like you know you're a dick but like now that sarah silverman and jimmy Kimmel and adam carolla they're all like pushing 60 like <laughs> they're starting to get a little nostalgic and you know sarah silverman's not edgy 35 year old comic anymore you know they're yeah. starting to get a little older a little more nostalgic a little bit more like hey remember back when right yeah you know and remember back when kind of takes the edge off a little bit right. yeah it's like hard to be an edgy comedian when you're being nostalgic. Do you think people so, are starting to realize that like they maybe went like too far and they're like maybe leaning back into like, okay. Yeah, I totally. A, I think just a very few. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that there's probably a lot of folks that are adjusting, but maybe aren't aware of their adjustments. Right. Like they don't, they don't look back and think, oh, I really overdid it. <laughs> I really, no, no, overdid, no, no, no. I but really they're... overdid it on those vaccinations. <laughs> talking no. about my. Of course really, not. No, they're not. 
No, not that. But they're just they're like they're just like, making these weird adjustments. Like, well, with, with, with what I know now, <laughs> you know, I it would is have done weird things. Listening to the show, like how, like hearing Adam still has the same exact points, and hearing Brian or Paul Brian and Gina, like kind of like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like they're it must be a hard pill to swallow sometimes. Yeah. No. No, no, I agree. I agree. I, I don't know. I don't know about Paul Bryan. I think I think Paul Bryan and, and Gina get get uh, unfairly painted as you know like knee jerk liberals. I don't know. Right. Um. Yeah. I think I get. They're... I think it's. I think it's kind of unfair because Gina yeah. packs heat. She understands. <laughs> she understands like the world. So yeah. I don't think she's like a see all things through a liberal woke lens all the time. I think she's wise enough to know that, you know, like question, you know, question conventional wisdom or, you know, group think question it, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. but, and then Paul Bryan, I don't know. Like, I don't know like <laughs> he has a lot of deep, deep political thoughts, like <laughs> beyond like SNL weekend update punchlines <laughs> or whatever, but I don't think he's like, some uber liberal i mean he seems to enjoy the finer things and uh, i know but they were so hard like every time ace like stood against all of the things 2020 and 2021 they just grew silent yeah i think that's the the, i was mentioning they're like there's a part of humanity where we just reflexively react to things like 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 to 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 bald brian adam's like his older big brother Right. Yeah. Who's, no, who's, no, who's no, always who's always something. right, you know, and it's like there's just a reflex to like push back whenever possible. Yeah. It's not right or wrong. It's just it's just a, it's just a human thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're right. You know? I do. It's like when someone's like shave your armpits, you know, <laughs> you hairy skank and you're like, "Oh, you're offended." <laughs> you can't even grow armpit hair. <laughs> hey, I have six full hairs. <laughs> Three on this side and three on this side. Braid those bad boys. Put some beads in there. (laughs) Or hang some crystals, some small crystals. I can't put them in my bra. Already been established. You should get a, you should invent a crystal fanny pack. (laughs) I told you I laid on a crystal bed when I had the Reiki. I want one for my house. That sounds so uncomfortable. Crystal bed. I don't remember you telling me that, but I did know it. I didn't know that. (laughs) I sent it to you. And there's no way you hadn't. <laughs> yeah. It's not like a uppy, like a pointy crystal. It's like the little tiny, like it's like little tiny rocks. And it's like on this little mesh, but it was like all oh, the okay. colors. You know, crystals okay. are all different colors. Like I don't know the names. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. pretend because I'm soggy, but I don't know the names of them. But like mm-hmm. they're all the different colors. So it was like a little rainbow and it warmed up. This is delightful. Yeah. I wouldn't mind having one at home. Just Did you know. also douse yourself in essential oils? She immediately was like, can I burn sage? <laughs> I said, yeah, you probably should. I'd have been like, uh, <laughs> bitch, please. It's carcinogenic. Are you... no. no. Have you not read the latest edition of homeopathic medicine? Today. And, and me? Yeah. And today. Yeah, today. <laughs> um. Yeah, a sage oil is much better for you. It's proven. It's proven. <laughs> I do love that. 
I actually have a question to ask since you're on the soggy spectrum. What do you, what's your take on patchouli oil? I love it. Um, it's really good. For, like if your head hurts or it really is, I have it on my nightstand, like very relaxing. Okay. I do. I love it. You know, I know that people don't like the way it smells. <laughs> I'm one of those one answer. There can only be one answer. I love it. <laughs> no, I don't like the way it smells like on, like I know women who wear that as like their cologne. That's a little bit funky. Oh, I don't think I know I what it stand that like. shit, but if, dude. But if your head hurts, let me tell you what, like that is the shit. Yeah. I don't think I know up. what it smells like. I've heard this term millions of times. I don't think I've ever smelled it. You have, you've been to a Grateful Dead show. It, Oh yeah, kind of smells like armpits and spice. It's oh, like it's, body odor, weed, and mushrooms. <laughs> it's all of it. <laughs> it's all of it. But if your head hurts, I'm not even kidding. I have it on my nightstand because when I had Corona, my head felt like I was dragging on the ground. Yeah, it's like what's okay. that? What's that smell? Oh, that's the exhale of a of a dude that just did nitrous tank after the bong hit. Yeah, yeah. And you know how Chris you're and smelling. I are, you're smelling you know his breath. Chris and I both uh, sell essential oils. Well, yeah. they give me like a bunch of free oils, and so one of them was patchouli, and I was like, oh my god, I've always wondered, and. Then they said, oh, it's good for headaches. And so when I had Corona, I was like, oh, my God, I have patchouli out there. So I went and got it. And that shit, <laughs> it really is good. Uh, supposedly it opens your um, whatever this chakra is, the one on the top. The top chakra. <laughs> the top. top of the top chakra. What's up? There was a movie once called The Shocker. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wasn't expecting it. Wait, was it? <laughs> nah, it was like a prison. It was a guy that. Oh man. Oh, oh man. we already know. It was a guy that uh liked to experiment. <laughs> no, no, seriously. It was a guy that got the electric chair, but he didn't die. He got like sucked up into electricity. This is like oh. a this is like an 80s horror movie or something like that. I thought you were talking about the shocker, the two in the pink, one in the stink. No idea what you're talking about. You never heard of that one, the shocker? It was like a no, it was a yeah, it was a thing no. in early two thousands. Obviously, I know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Dude. I went to high school in the nineties. We know what the, we know what the shark was in the nineties. All right, school. all right. What do you? What is this? It's in the uh, age of Kama Sutra. <laughs> oh wow! I didn't know the shocker went that. Wow, yeah, the, the Kama Chakra. That's where <laughs> that's where the word chakra comes from. Manny, Learn, keep learning up. so much today. Keep yeah. up. I'm so really. soggy diaries. Oh fuck. Uh, uh, monkey's uncle we have no idea the words that you're saying i don't know what those words mean so let me see what is it what is dumb it down <laughs> do me a favor dumb it down corona explain <laughs> it to me like i wear a mask alone in the car i saw that <laughs> explain things to me like i wear a mask alone in my car <laughs> bill said to me that he's like i guess we didn't get corona from the the concert and i was like yeah i was never worried about that yeah, maybe that's what it was. It was a ritual to keep everyone safe and healthy. <laughs> I don't think I've ever gotten it. I don't think I don't know. Good for you. I'm curious. I don't know. Your vaccine's working, buddy. Mm. It's those bees, man. It's they're they're keeping you safe. <laughs> Could pollen is a natural? Exactly. They've they've um, fortified your pollen uh, force field mm-hmm. that you know travels with you everywhere. Um, honey's more expensive than sugar. Just FYI, I just putting out there because I switched from sugar to honey, and wow, it's expensive. 
those mm-hmm. habits expensive. But here we are. Sugar-free. Mm. Here we go. What else is going on this week? Something, there's a crazy story that could that could lead to a conversation. Like, all right, hit us with it then. Our boy Russ posted about it too. He's been making jokes oh. about it all week. Oh my God, did he did block you... me? I didn't see it. God damn it. No. No. Right. You just want to just your algorithm. Well, you know. All right, go ahead. No, uh, so like there was an interview, and I, I don't even know. Maybe, maybe she was caught out of context, but there was an interview where Jennifer Lawrence, some know where has J Law. Okay. Yeah. Star of Hunger Games, like mm-hmm. made, oh, yeah, yeah. made some some crazy comment about how like it it implied or just flat out said that like she was like a the one of our first like action stars like that Hollywood producers hadn't really thought of putting women in action roles lead lead action roles until the success of hunger games uh, did she not see alien or know of alien or that's that's been the big terminator that's been, that's been the judgment theme day of, thank you yeah that's been the theme of all the memes and jokes bro one, mad max fury road with what's yeah. her face Charlie i think mad max with charlie's throne was after hunger games but you but know still, I, like the, I like the spirit i like Turner. the spirit of what your Sorry. argument but like that's those are the basis of all the memes it was like there's one of linda hamilton in terminator and it says i'm gonna tell my kids this was jennifer lawrence <laughs> <laughs> and that also of course like sigourney weaver in 1979 and aliens <laughs> like leading as a kick-ass female lead role you know like in an action movie like i'm gonna tell my kids it was jennifer lawrence it's like Man, just, that chick. Yeah, oh dude. God. So this chick's <sighs> F J. Well, in in the fairness, law. Princess Leia. Well, she did shoot a gun a few times, but yeah, like she wasn't I the know. lead. She wasn't the lead, but there have been a lot of examples, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, hold up, I tell that to every Femme Nikita in the seventies. Did she not ever hear of Femme Nikita? Wonder Come on, Woman. bro. Like one, uh, she yeah, has Femme Nikita. Wonder was Woman. Are you kidding me? When I had my Wonder Woman underoos, I felt like I could slay the world. Yeah, right, right, exactly. Yeah, that was in but the 70s. A, there's like a weird thing where there's a there's a weird thing. And, you know, like, you know, don't don't attack me. But it's a weird thing where modern women, like modern young women, like they they are self-absorbed. They have been brainwashed to believe that that none of this has ever happened before, that like that their generation of 20 year olds, like the first like breaking ground. Yeah, it's really weird because it's like a it's like a it's a crazy mix of just flat out ignorance. Like mm-hmm. you gotta try that hard to be that because you un- get trophies. It it's all the free trophies that they got. That whole generation got all the 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 <clears throat> accumulation of those fake awards. So they well, no, there, so they there is yeah, free. there is there's there's two main like main things of this because there one is like what you're talking about this like self-absorbed narcissism of like yes being the center of the universe but also but then there's also this like like very analog complete lack of knowledge (laughs) like that goes beyond that go that goes beyond beyond like a bad mindset or attitude towards the world that goes to like a you are just a vapid stupid person who doesn't know things or you knew that the movie alien existed with a strong female lead character but you but your your mind can't hold that memory like 
it's just it's just it's weird it's like it's all the molly one of the weird, judges man. on the voice didn't know who johnny cash was shut the fuck up like you're man. a judge she never heard ring of like, fire yeah, i'm sorry she has to be trolling i don't believe I like, that you can be a successful insanity. pop star you don't have to know music history to be a successful pop star, but do not be, God. don't act like an authority. If you, I mean, it's just, it's just, yeah. But I just, I mean, it's like, and then the third, okay, the third, the third level of craziness to the, that Jennifer Lawrence story was like, she'll never, there'll never be any consequences to her, like <laughs> saying such a stupid, ignorant thing. Well, I mean, you see all those memes. If people jump on it, then I'm fine. sure she's like at home, like mm, there's I'm so dumb. No, like I'm sure she's beating herself up. People not a single, that. not a single person. No, no. <laughs> she's sitting there thinking, "Oh, well, I was taken out of context." Of course, <laughs> they all just want to have sex with me. <laughs> you know, this kind of goes back to that thing where it's like, you know, people don't realize like I was just really wrong. They're just like, well, I wasn't wrong. It's just what I knew at the moment. Uh, you know, it's just based on what I knew, you know, what the TV was saying at that time. How can I be blamed for being, you know, I didn't know any better. <laughs> yeah, how can I be blamed for vaccinating my 14 year old healthy son? You know, <laughs> dumbasses. Oh. Anyway, it was just a crazy story. And I love all of the memes. Like, <laughs> I'm going to tell my dog, my kids, this was Jennifer Lawrence. That's so funny. <laughs> just a picture of rip, a ripped Linda Hamilton in Terminator. How much do we miss Robbie's memes? Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. Ah, it's all right. He'll yeah. be, he'll return with a I fury. Know. With a vengeance. I'm just saying, I hope he's thinking of like great memes to like throw down when he comes back. Oh, he gets it's hard to have a, it's, it's hard to have a newborn daughter. It's had, it's hard to have a newborn daughter. And also be jaded at the world, you know. Yeah, maybe it gave him some re rekindled his faith in in the world. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or maybe just kind of like leveled him out, and it's just like, oh, I'll worry about that later. All his memes are going to be super positive, and oh to, no, we're just going to forget his name. Yeah, it's like fuck. Did Rob do ecstasy's? Don't, don't do super it, Rob. Beat. It's gonna be Robbie positivity. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that, yeah, that's what it is. His spotlight shines uh, on all the positivity on the world for all to see. Oh, my God. She's so cute. Oh, Robbie. Hi, baby Sophie. Oh. Uh, I'm, but... I'm jealous. We can't have uh, moments like this where we uh, are silent. We have to keep dancing because I will tell you today, uh -huh. when I listen to this podcast and they have long, awkward silences. And right. you'll be like, is somebody calling? Because like your phone, like if you listen to a podcast and you have your phone on silent, it will go silent when someone's calling. So I was in the shower today and it was just sort of long silence. And I was like, you can't, I'm not doing that. So but I will start dancing. Show or podcast where you're listening to with all this another, dead air. Another Below Deck podcast with Patrick Hickey and Dylan. Ren. Okay. I'm obsessed. I love their podcasts. <laughs> How is it? It's good. I love yeah. it. I know that makes well, me sound awful because I don't listen myself, but well, Nick, guys, it's not that I don't like you. It's just I have so much other things to do that I well, don't have time to fit you into my schedule. There's a little bit of drama. Like Nick 
Nick, who used to work for Corolla 2, mm-hmm. is now gone from the show, but they didn't really explain why. And there's no, like, you don't know. Like, he's just gone. It was mm. the three of them. Every podcast and, needs you know, that. What, just a random firing? Not even a fire. Like, you don't even know. It's just a random disappearance with no explanation oh. whatsoever. <laughs> Like the uh, sitcoms from yesteryear, where one where one character yeah, would just be like just disappear. The woman, yeah, there's replaced the one with another woman, and it's like, what are you gonna do? And then they come back a few seasons later. It's like, where were you? I was grounded in my room. It's like, what are you gonna do? You gonna stop watching? You gonna stop, stop li- listening? Yeah. yeah, every podcast needs that kind of lore. You know what mm. I mean? <laughs> where it's like really polarizing, like really, <laughs> really divisive. Yeah, in their group, you know, like yeah. Like an Allison versus Gina type of thing, mm-hmm. where it's like doesn't really mean anything, but people get real heated about it, real opinionated. Start formulating their own theories, and yeah, people start making up things about like Dawson and Gina being in a feud for a couple of years, and that was the weirdest thing I've ever like that ever came out of. Well, one of the weirder things that came out of the Corolla Facebook group was just like, where are you getting this? Oh, I made it up out of thin air. <laughs> It's like, do it. people not have something? Do people not have anything better to do with your lives? Than no, I speculate? don't. No, no, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh my god! I think that was an early. That was like early endless Ranners, like one of the first few episodes where I just I don't know popped in my head that like I don't know, like yeah, it just popped in my head that they had a problem with each other. Mm-hmm. Might have been Ramon inspired too. Yeah, he he he's a troublemaker. He's a troublemaker. You know those welders they like to <laughs> rabble rouse. True. So what else you got as far as like crazy stories go, Chris? I don't know. We were talking about a little bit like the whole Elon Musk thing, and I think he's getting like the Trump treatment. You know, it's like weird. It's a weird thing in our society. I mean, and it's not the first where some for someone can flip from like overall very positive favorability rating. Right. To like overall very negative, <laughs> or or like overall very positive to like dead even 50-50 split. Like half the country hates you, half the country loves you. And then people do weird things. Like, I mean, it's happening right now. It happened with Trump, where his fans like start doing things, turning like on him, making posters of him in a superhero con. Uh, oh no, that's his. That's his. Uh, I know, it? but it wasn't even his idea. Like his fans were making those posters and pictures of him in a superhero. Oh outfit. my god, like, that design was so whack, cringe. Yeah, that's whack. That's weird. <laughs> but like Elon is kind of the same thing. Where like, whereas like half the country is forming like a deep, like reflexive hatred of him and everything right. he says and does, and the other half is like imagining him as Tony Stark as some kind of superhero. You know, it's weird. It's a weird, weird thing about humans. You know. Like these swings we take on strangers, absolute strangers. Nobody, you don't. Nobody knows who <laughs> this guy. That's true. You have no idea, you know. But like, have strong feelings about total strangers. What about his Amber Heard connection? That's the one I'm most can. I'm impressed by his ability to have that connection. Yet there's <laughs> Wait, zero the blowback. Zero blowback on him at all. Like zero. Like zero. Anything. No positive. Like he's just like, yeah, I have a child with that woman he does yes and there was like some controversy about maybe she stole this like she didn't steal the sperm but like maybe they 
she he didn't want her to like have it i, I don't know but, it, but, but so how does she end up with a baby oh there's a real baby who, no, but who, who said this what 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 absolute fool would believe that amber heard had to steal the man's sperm no it wasn't they had like, the baby by surrogate like, it wasn't oh a, like yeah no. they were they were fighting over embryos Gotcha. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I was thinking and more she like, was like most no. men are like most men are yeah. like, please, Amber, take my sperm. No, no, no. They definitely dated. They definitely had cuddle puddles. They definitely did sex parties where they fucked little kids and stuff. But <laughs> allegedly, but oh, he's in. She. <laughs> she he's got in that. He's in that. It. He's in that bucket. <laughs> They're all in that bucket. <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge bucket. Yeah. There's like. There's like the four. Like five or six dudes that Quanta knows, and then everybody's else in the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Danny, remember when you picked me up from the airport and you drove me past the Getty? Was it get where'd you drive me past? Yeah. I was like, oh my God, that place. Yeah. Seen it for their fucking all the kids. Oh my gosh. No wonder I felt so uh Allegedly. unclean when I went there. Demons <laughs> everywhere. <clears throat> everywhere yep oh, you they're keeping them all on the side of that fucking mountain you know, one it's day hollowed at out. the end you guys will be like that, that crazy Indian bitch was right <laughs> I'm not no, saying you're not right you know <laughs> Those uh, but uh, last words yeah just like I was saying at the beginning I think maybe before we went live like if if you like had really like really strong positive feelings about Elon Musk or Donald Trump, you know, before and now you have like really strong negative feelings about one of the like you need to get checked. Yeah, you're so inauthentic. It's just it's weird. Like no, why do you think somebody's completely to. different that you thought yeah. You need to do it like you need to take a look in the good look in the mirror with a team of psychologists exactly. looking in that mirror with you. <laughs> Like surrounding it with clipboards and like the weird headbands with the metal disc in there. Like just take your little cup of meds. Yeah. You need to be studied. Yeah. Crazy. Ord. Yeah, I don't know. Like I'm I'm like you know, I'm kind of really I'm a fan of what he's doing now, but it's like I'm also still like very distrustful of anyone that has that kind of power. You know, like it's funny. It's entertaining. And, but it is, yeah, yeah. it's fair. I, like if, if there's someone that doesn't like Elon, that like their problem is like genuinely that, like, you know, the issues with someone, you know, how do you not that, like someone you don't know? Like, I don't know. No, I think, no, it's not like, it's not, it's not a personal Fear thing of the unknown. What they I'm saying it is personal though. No, I'm saying if someone is not a fan because it's not, it, it's not a personal thing. It's more of a, this is this is maybe not good for society because like you can like Elon and you're happy, but you know, like there could be a rich dickhead that takes over Twitter too. You know. Right. George Soros or whoever, you know, he's the boogeyman for the right, you know. Like maybe he's the billionaire that bought Twitter. How would you feel about he's the boogeyman for know? everybody? That yeah. should be everybody's boogeyman you should like dig into all of that and go down and down and down and down down yeah i don't, I don't i'm down. not i don't disagree you know 
I mean, just the last name alone is creepy. You'd enough. be amazed at so many people who don't even know who that is. They've never heard of it. They're just like, yeah, I wish people were more aware of it. But at the same yeah. time, it's like, this is politics have always been that way. This is not new. He's not new. There's always been that guy, you know, yeah. back when currency was like rocks Literally, and sticks and stones guy. and chickens. There was a, a Rockefeller there a, somewhere. There was a George Soros type collect, you know, gathering all the chickens currency. You know, we started with chickens, Christopher. But I don't know. It's just, uh, yeah, you can be honest. Like, what if George Soros bought Twitter? There'd be a lot of people on the right saying, I don't know if anybody should have this kind of power, you know? Mm -hmm. So I understand why people could be legitimately concerned about it. Um, but I don't think most people are. It's just like, it's, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. It's It's all fake concern. No one's concerned. And if they are, they're not doing anything. Oh, the latest. So the biggest, you know, well, let's finish up with this one. But like the latest dust up this week is that he, he suspended the accounts of like a handful, less than 10, I think maybe it's more, but less than 10 journalists, Twitter yeah. accounts. Like he spent, he, he suspended seven journalists, Twitter accounts. Now he did not kill them or imprison them. <laughs> Or hire people to chase them in the streets. He just suspended right. he suspended their Twitter accounts for in some cases 24 hours or seven days. And let's also say that they are journalists and not the president of the fucking United States. So go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. and it's like they're just they're shocked and appalled. Yeah. As if as if he had like had, you know, hired a hitman to hunt them down. Like you're still yeah. able to write your articles. You're still published. You're still free to do your thing on Facebook or Mastodon or wherever. Substack, or wherever. It's just like there's one app. That just You just can't be on this app for seven days. It's like. But my my take on it was it's, this is ridiculous that it like because the 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 thing that got them suspended was that they were posting or retweeting or sending links, posting links of the real-time tracker of Elon Musk jet or some account, some account that like tracks his location and just posts his location all the time. It's like a troll account. Gotcha. Some could say it's like nefarious and like, you know, really wants to do him harm. Some could say it's a troll account that just is like, I can do this. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, his location, mean you know, harm, right? like mean, you know, harm, but I'm just going to do this because I can. And it's annoying to you. And I, and there's people out there that get pleasure and like just annoying people, but whatever, you know, <laughs> but it's like, my thing is like the correct punishment, <laughs> the correct punishment is not like a seven day social media app ban. The correct punishment is I show up at your house. I kick your door down and I beat you to a bloody pulp because you're doxing me and you're do- like, oh, you want to put the real, real time location of me and my family online. The real solution is not like file an online complaint. The real solution is you show up. If someone wants to like put your family at risk. For real, dude, like doxing really does bother me on both sides. It's the just solu- like, I mean, the solution have, at least is to shred a decency to fucking leave, you know, everyone else's fucking family out of it. Like if I was in that position and someone doxed me, I wouldn't, I just hire a private eye and be like, all right, find out who doxed me, find out their uh, pattern. And then when they leave their house, I'll just go over there, show up with a bulldozer and demolish their house. Yeah, yeah. No, that I think I mean this is why if I had fucked me, if I had fucked the world money, I would seriously demolish people's homes that try to dox oh, me. It's yeah. like, no, fuck that. 
that's what I'm saying is like, if, if you are trying to do me harm or set me up for physical harm, the correct punishment reaction is not an online app ban. The correct punishment reaction is I'm going to show up at your house and I'm going to do something about it physically one-on-one and, and then that's behavior stops. I say that all the time that like, it's so clear that the people who talk shit online have never actually been slapped in the face, punched in the face. They've never actually experienced somebody like those words, those things that you do, your actions, having a reaction that the reaction is violence. It's also like a clear. It's also like a, it's like, it's like, they're not even human. They don't, they cannot comprehend the fact that, a person, man, woman, parent, whatever, is going to be protective of their family and do things. Like they can't, it's a, it's a really alien and inhuman thing to not understand that parents are going to be protective of their children. Like whether they're two years old or 25 years old, like, yeah. So when I show up at your house and, you know, begin strangling you, don't be confused, mm-hmm. you know, like, don't yeah. be confused. Like, like, why is this happening? You, yeah. If you're going to put my family at risk, don't be confused when something bad happens to you. Like, and it's yes. like, it's like, this is a, something that's lost on modern, modern humanity. Like, like back when it was just 20 people in a village, if you put someone's family at harm, like the 19 other villagers come at you. Like, it goes back to the lack of self-awareness. Yeah. Like the other 19, the other, the other 19 villagers are wise and they're less like, oh, well, if you're going to put this person, you're going to put all of us at risk. And now you're out of the village. You're get, get, get the F out, get yeah. out. <laughs> it's not like, well, we're going to ban you from farming for seven days. <laughs> That'll teach you a lesson. No, it's get out, get out, yep. beat it. Go live on Real your own consequences. Go live on your own in the woods like a hermit with zero support. Yeah. That's how original, you know, like that's how humanity should deal with these things. So that's how consequences work. Like in real life, like when you have a consequence, it's, it, it feels bad. Like that's. And in all reality that's life, like that's just what. Like in all reality, hit. like in all reality, Elon Musk is at very little risk more than you or I, but like little risk because he's got the money to, to take a lot of precautions. Right. Hopefully. But but you would think man, Alex Bourdain and a lot of those people would have those type of precautions too, but it, you know. it's just, it's, uh, and I'm not saying right or wrong. It's more of like a, you're, if you're making me take those precautions, I'm angry. And I'm an online ban is not going to be enough. Like to, you know, <laughs> like to teach you a lesson. I'm sorry. Right. And I don't think it's right. I mean, I don't think that like violence is good. I mean, it, it's, it's very bad, but like, we've we've like we're so detached from our humanity like no the the correct response when someone threatens you and your family is to start <laughs> is to take action like old charles bronson on their ass mm-hmm. death wish though i got a little understand that like or like the te- you know like the teachers like we posted that there's that video of like the you know like 23 year old purple haired teacher on tiktok talking about 
how proud they were that they're confusing children in the daycare because <laughs> the kids are confused whether they're a boy or a girl. Didn't the that per- teacher end up getting like reprimanded or fired? I, or I hope, I hope so. I hope so because I don't think the parents of that daycare are, you know, paying 1500 bucks a month yeah. <laughs> to the daycare to have their kids confused as <clears throat> if it's some kind of like for this, for this person's like own personal journey. Like, yeah, no, I, I like, like they, even daycares have curriculum, like written curriculum and policies and things they're trying to teach. Yeah. And most daycares don't have a written policy about trying to confuse kids about gender. <laughs> you would think that wouldn't be on the curriculum. And I, I empathize with people that are going through those things. I really do. Like, I really do. Like, because I've been through things like, you know, not like that. Yeah. Yeah. But like, no, I, uh, but like you've been, you, everybody's been through like severe emotional, mental distress. I, I empathize with you. Just, just don't fuck with other people's kids. Like, yeah. Leave them out your, of it. If you want to confuse that's kids, get your of, own, get your own. For, damn I feel kids. like that's the thing. Like people that are going through that are not the ones that are trying to fuck with your kids. It's the people the same as they stand up for black rights and, like people yeah. that they're are interlopers trans, they literally just want to be left alone they want to do their own thing they want people to see them as they see themselves they already hate themselves they already have their own issues it's not even it's yeah not no no that. no so let me clarify then because i'm not trying to i'm not talking about that community i'm talking about oh. the select group of people that decide to get on tiktok and like <laughs> and like tell their stories you know what I mean? Because I, yeah, I do believe that. I do believe that. I'm on a different TikTok than you. Mine is all men with pots. I'm not on TikTok. I only see like, but like 99% of people that are going through that do not want it to be public. Do not share it publicly. Do not do videos. Do not do TikToks. They're going through something serious. They're dealing with it personally, internally. So like, I think it's like a, I don't think it's fair to even group them in like the folks that do their proclamations and videos they're yeah. they're in it for something else like like manny said they're interlopers they're like in it for some kind of clout chasing something something like right. some kind of points in their system i think anybody that's on the point system like there are a lot of people that are like just trying to get clouts i, I think those are the people that we should be not listening you know, to period they're also afflicted by something that we're all afflicted by no matter what which is being young and very dumb. <laughs> like everybody, when you're 22, yeah, you can be a 22 and a young Republican and you just know everything, you know, you but can be how 20- do we give them yeah. the voices. Like they have all the voices, right? Well, that would be the evil of social media. Like everybody's got a voice <laughs> now. Like some people were not meant to have a voice. That's all. No, but like, so it's like that specific class, like that, that select group of people that are, that are like not in it for the right reasons they are like, and, and like they can't comprehend that parents are going to be protective of their kids. And like, they don't really want, like when their kids are involved, they don't really want a lot of surprises. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like, like I will talk to my, like I already do. I talk to my kids about like, you know, like there are people like they're out there that have issues, whatever, like, I mean, you can't run away from reality, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, but I'll explain that 
in my way, you know, and I think that, you know, nine out of 10 Americans are going to explain it in a way that does not result in their children, you know, like going out and rounding people up. Yeah. Like I do believe that. I think the majority of Americans, vast majority of Americans would explain, would try to explain it in a way that doesn't create hostility because most people, humans, Americans, parents realize that creating hostility in your child towards people is not, that's not good. Like that's not, that's not a good energy. I I think you're right. I don't think it's, I don't think it's anywhere near the majority of people. Yeah. But those, those little, you know, those, those like 23 year old purple haired kids on Facebook that are like preschool teachers or whatever, they're just starting out, they're young and dumb and they're going through something and they want some kind of points and man, they just, they're not, they just don't understand that you're treading on kind of a very precious relationship you know, between, a, you know, like a mama bear and a cub, <laughs> like, yeah. like they understand in nature that if you get between a mama bear and a cub, you're going to get mauled, but they don't understand in humanity like that. Yeah. How these things have people are not going to look upon you. Like, yeah. Yeah. They're not going to help you. They're not going to want to help you. They're not going to empathize with your cause. You know, I don't know. It creates a lot of negative, you know, anyway. Anyway. Do you have a safe word for your kids? What do you mean? Like if somebody were to come to their school and be like, hey, your dad was in a car accident. I'm here to get you. Oh, you know what? No, I don't. Well, you should do that. But I don't because last week, one day, you know, I was on home (laughs) by myself and I had, I forgot, like I made my daughter's lunch, but I didn't attach it to her backpack. Oh. So I had to bring her lunch up to the school. Oh, okay. Guess where I had to put her lunch? On a rack out front. Yep. It's Texas, though. What's going on? They don't want a, you in. It was they a, don't want there was a now. rack. There was a rack out front with each grade where you're to put your child's lunch. They don't even want to let you in the building to drop off their lunch like that. But that's not what I'm talking about. To them, I'm that's about like a conversation with you and your children. Like, let me say that you're in the street, just playing outside. Maybe you're on your scooter. Oh, you're okay, a okay, handsome yeah, kid. Yeah. And he's like, oh, your dad was in a car accident. He sent me to pick you up. Do they have a safe word? No. Give him one. Because no person that would pick up your kid wouldn't know the word. And you would want your kid to know that word. Got to do it. I'm worried because like my, I know my son would be like, but dad, in this scenario, you're in a coma. So how would you say the safe word? No, anybody who's going to come and get you. Like your grandma knows the safe. I'm just saying. Like you would have a meeting prior to let everyone. Yeah. Everyone like the adults that are going to pick up your kids know the safe word is chicken. Oh no. Grandma was trying to get, grandma was trying to get him vaccinated last year. She's not trusted with safe words. (laughs) <laughs> she's out of the circle of trust <laughs> it's a different time yeah the circle of trust it's 2022 damn it my bad In no, i'm, I'm, yeah, jo- I'm joking word. i'm joking no you're not yeah my yeah what ter- yeah my someone have a lot of like follow-up questions like good you know, like have you lost a limb in this situation like, <laughs> had you been if drinking you had you been <laughs> drinking Just answer me straight dad <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, well, it's been real. 
and fun. It has. <laughs> I love it. It's fun. You're just having a stream of consciousness for a couple hours every Friday night. I love it. It's the best part. <laughs> now, nah, usually we part. have a we usually we have a few things to recover on, on the agenda. Mm-hmm. We just like to pretend like we don't. You know, that's just how we do here. Well, Manny's got the Rona. We can always blame him. <laughs> yeah. Show quality lack this week because of me. Actually, if you want to get technical, the show quality lack because of China. So it's true. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> Thanks, Fauci. Falls on my forehead, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Is that his new rap single? People really do need to come to terms with the fact that we were like, we were like trying to like supersize these these fucking bat viruses, and then one got out. Like people really need, like we so like we really like. I'm not blaming anybody. I'm blaming him. Like we really fucked our own shit up. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, the human race has range when it comes to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if the AI, hurt. if if AI does take over and is like, we're gonna protect you from yourselves. We you know, we got. We got to be honest and be like, all right, man, you're right. Yeah. Like, you know, like I can, I can make an emotional argument, but I really can't make a tactical argument against you, you know? <laughs> and then they're just like, what are our emotions? <laughs> but it is amazing. Cause it does come from a good place. Like they were literally like they, they do, they do do these things because they are mm-hmm. trying to avert. They do do. Yeah. They do do. Speaking of <laughs> bat poop, bat poop. <laughs> One oh, they do do these things, you know, because they're trying to like save people, like, and also they're trying to like figure out ways to kill people real fast, you know. That's That's right, wasn't there? I didn't, it can be be both. Why have I been saying that for two years and no one was like, no, 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 no? It's why it's really wild. It's like, I think, I think, I, I don't know, I don't, I think it's probably a healthy thing for humans to be like. To kind of like forget about that, or if not even forget, maybe it's like uh, willful naivete that yeah, it's just like, like people aren't over here actually trying to kill mass, you know, population yeah. numbers. It's so sad. Maybe it's maybe so to, sad. Yeah, maybe to be an optimist, you gotta like you gotta tell a lot, a lot of lies to yourself. You know? On the border, they're literally. I saw like babies and dead cow carcasses. Like, I maybe I'm on a darker side of instagram than you guys i think you all like, are it's like what no you're not you're not and actually like all these like all the like middle of the desert routes for illegal immigration like that's a lot of dead people a lot of people uh, die a lot of dead people a lot of raping a lot of uh child abuse a lot of child trafficking so um recently i think like in the state of arizona where in gaps in the wall like they've been taking it upon themselves to stack shipping containers there again i'm not saying right or wrong i've i i really As feel makeshift ladders or what um, no, do just, we know just about to the block the border a shipping oh, container oh, company? hold on just to block the block the border and there's a one there's one sheriff democrat you know one sheriff in one county in this town that has threatened to arrest anyone that puts a container on the border because it's federal property and he's saying technically it's littering. So don't do it. And he's going to arrest anybody that tries to do that. So he thinks he's a hero, Uh but by keeping this middle of the desert, illegal immigration route, coyote route open, Mm -hmm. 
rapes, murders, child abuse, trafficking. But the guy thinks he's a hero because he's, you know, threatens to arrest people for blocking this border. He thinks he's a hero for keeping these like ultra dangerous middle of the desert routes open for coyotes to do their thing. Disgusting. It's like, man, that's, that's, it's inhumane. Also, uh, when are those countries going to run out of people? Um, (laughs) They aren't. Like how many people are in Nicaragua? Like, <laughs> like that they can send eight thousand a day. Horrible! I can't even laugh at that. I love it. Everything. It's an honest question. Like how? Like, like some of the numbers are so big. It's like at some point these countries got to run out of people. Like I know they're having a lot of kids, but like, yeah. dang, like damn, like I really do empathize with like feel because it's like how bad things must be for you to take your newborn and like give him to a stranger. Mm-hmm. And let them put them in a dead cow carcass to get shipped yeah. across a freaking border. That's yeah, like, I don't, gnarly. like, I don't think these people are like, they are in, pulling babies out of dead cow carcasses, yeah. Manny. Ugh. I don't think, I don't think these people are insane and scoff laws and just disrespect our borders. I think they are true. Like they are humans in the worst, most desperate situations possible. And there's a, there's a hunger for it. Like there's a need for what is on the other side. So it's like, there's a monetary value to doing that for people. Mm-hmm. It's just gross. The whole thing is gross. It makes me sad to know the things that. But in ser- in ser- like at some point, like El Salvador and Nicaragua, they got to run out of people. I mean, not, or, so. or the number, or it's all BS. And there really aren't 8,000, 16,000 people coming every day. Exactly. Yeah. And then what's gotta, happening in what's happening in these ta- like I I I mean I'd really like just from like a like a human fascination point of view like what's happening to these villages these towns in these countries where people are just leaving. Right. Like there's just got to be like just wild crazy ghost towns. Mm, it's weird. Yes. Uh on my next door Manny. Yeah. Uh, speaking of people fleeing their countries, um, a lady let a Ukrainian woman and her children into her home. Oh, how'd that go? How'd that go? Apparently, uh, it was like a message like this long, but it was in one of the groups that I'm in. But she uh, had her very faithful husband of 19 years decided oh, no. to... Yeah. <laughs> oh, there was a big story about that where, yeah, a guy, I don't, it was a younger, it was a younger couple, but had them come over, uh, left, left the wife for the Ukrainian refugee. And then the Ukrainian refugee, like, just like screwed him over big, like, like wiped him out financially. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it, you know, like perpetrated some terrible scam on him, of course. <laughs> <laughs> everyone got fucked in that scenario god <laughs> damn i don't want to yeah. paint a broad brush but i'm just no like, the people... lady that i the lady that i read she went on like a three-week holiday so i'm assuming she's european but her husband decided to take that holiday and uh do some dirty things with their ukrainian lady Whoa. that was dude you know, I, I i mean I, i'm sorry but i don't want to i don't want to paint a broad brush but like People, you know, like Adam Prola said, like people from that region of the world 
you know, like Ukraine, Russia, like, I'm sorry, but they do not value human life the same as people in the Western world. I'm sorry. They don't. Yeah. That's what the lady's uh, like, thoughts yeah. were that she was like, just trying to like secure her safe spot in the United yeah. States. And like, that's why her very, husband did it for like, nine times. <laughs> I think, I think that part of it in their culture is like, they literally have been destroyed and terrorized and like, dehumanized so many times by their own leaders you know by their own rulers that like they'll do it to each other in a heartbeat you know yeah in a heartbeat like you know like you hear these stories of like russian soldiers russian conscripts that are don't want to be drafted and they're disappearing and they're being they're being rounded up well guess why they're being rounded up because there's some other russians being like hey he's over there right He looks fit. He looks like he's 25 and fit, you know, like there's a 70 year old man or woman, like tell him the, tell him the, you know, the, whatever I was going to say, Gestapo, like exactly where he is, you know, Mm -hmm. because they could give two shits about that guy's humanity. So, yeah, like, I don't know, like that's, I'm sorry, but I don't think Ukrainian norms and Western American norms are compatible. All I know is that a couple of years ago. But it's good they're importing white people. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like if they just rubber stamp that part. Like, let's bring in 10,000 white people. Approved. Done and done. Like, background checks? No. <laughs> background check is they just hold up the card, like the shade of white. Yep. <laughs> we'll take that. It's funny. Oh. But yeah, I don't think it's weird. It's like, it's a different, like those people. The, I mean, we're we're we, in America. We fell in love with Ukrainians, and we didn't even know like what was up. Like we were just like, yeah, we love them. Like we. Just, that's like, what happens yeah. when people aren't. Uh, I, think, I think Ukrainians just judge politically us harshly. <laughs> would judge us harshly. Like I'm gonna know. watch the David Letterman thing this weekend. Uh, what is that? With uh, Zelensky yeah. is no being more. interviewed by uh, David Letterman on his. Um, uh, my next guest is. Yeah, my Rock. next guest talk show on Netflix. I get that. Like, I think to the Ukrainian people that he really has been an inspiration. Right or wrong, you know, like highly produced, whatever he has been. But like, did the does the do the what does the Western media have to try so damn hard? They have a vested interest in it. That's why they're to make him a celebrity. Like, I don't even think the media companies realize why, like they don't even realize, like they're just useful idiots. They don't realize their role in it. Like when they want to like, like, I don't realize, like they don't really, when David Letterman interviews a lot of Vladimir Zelensky, he doesn't realize that he's helping the military industrial complex. Like he's totally supporting their deal. Yeah. Because he interviews them, and that, and guess what? The next hundred billion comes a lot easier. Because he's such a sympathetic true. character, such it's so true. sympathetic, such an. They don't care. They want to give all the money. They are. It's probably money I already owe. But I sound like a racist conspiracy theorist for saying that. But it's probably money they already owe. I'm kind of curious. Like, do we like do we, do we get a piece of Ukraine? Like, do we get some deals? Like, what do we get out of this? Yeah. I don't know, but I always feel like anything that goes like full, everybody is like putting that on their Facebook thing. I'm out. I'm mm. immediately out. It's immediately no for me. Cause I feel like yeah. if everybody does it like that face scanning thing that everybody was doing a couple weeks oh, ago, yeah. last week, 
Yeah. I'm like, that's definitely not for me. Like if no. everybody's doing it, like you guys are being set up, your face just went into something, which I'm sure my face is there too, but I'm not going to display it. Like I'm some sort of like, Oh, look at me. Like <laughs> that's not my face. Like this is my face. Yeah. It's a, it it's, a con- it it's a, con- it's a contrarian thing. It. You know, like when everybody's doing something and you're like, it, it becomes very suspicious to you. Like that's a very contrarian thing. And it, you know, to be honest, it's a, it's a reflexive thing. I'm a contrarian. I'll be honest. Like, so like a lot of times, yeah, no, it could be like everybody, everybody's doing it for a very good reason. Yeah. And there's nothing to be contrarian about, but yeah, I get that. Like that, that, that part of me starts kicking off like red flags start it's going like a up. red flag. Like there's something about this isn't right because I don't trust the app. I don't trust that. You know what? The red flags go up, not out of like some hypothetical theory that you read in a book because you've been in that because you've been sucked up into it before. Haven't you? Everybody has, right? I don't have an avatar. I never created one. The little <laughs> no, like, no, I'm talking about you've been sucked up in the current thing at some point in your life. Haven't you? Everyone has been. Like it might not be like AI tech or whatever, but it might have been no, so it's bad like, in the past. Maybe it's the first Gulf War. Well, maybe it's maybe it's the second Gulf War where like, you know, like you got sucked up, you got sucked up into something because, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, like I, I my point is like, you know. It bothers you that that group think bothers you because you've you've group thunk. I know that's why it bothers me because I, I know like it's easy to get sucked into those things and to think what everybody else is thinking. I never really li- I never really watch the news. Like I think about my friends. I have a lot of like long term friends, like over 20 year friends. Right. And like until like the election, the the most recent election, like I didn't even know where any of them stood. Like I don't I've never been like a news watcher, you know, like I was I love like celebrity stuff. I used to love celebrity stuff. I used to be obsessed with like what was going on with all the celebrity yeah all that stuff but like i was never i don't know like so wait your long-running friends you guys never uh politics never came up in any form of conversation like prior to you know i I am not i'm not gonna ever pretend like i'm the smartest girl like i was kind of flown into the world at a very very young age like at 16 so i've always just been like trying to find my feet In a conversation with everybody, like, you know, where I'm at, like trying to find my feet in a conversation. And I learned very early on that like politics, religion, sex are things that you don't really discuss publicly. It's considered rude. Right. Because I'm old. But now it's like people just will talk about that stuff and it's not even rude. Like, yeah, it's it's very common for people to air their shit out on it on all sorts of platforms. So what if a hundred years ago? That was normal for a 16 year old boy or girl to be thrust into the world like that. Like you, you didn't, have t- you know, like there was no, that there was no grace period, warming up period to get into the world. Like a hundred years ago, 16 I think they ago. thrust themselves into it because right. how ACE says that a lot of teenagers that went and just uh, conscripted themselves to find whatever war that might've been taking place at the time. They're I'm not just saying a hundred, hundred years ago, there was no, like you, there was no, you had no choice. Like, you know, yeah. Like, it literally was a different, like, it was a different type of world. Like, we have a choice now to, like, engage in these things at 16 or 18 or 35. Like, right. back, there was no choice. Like, you were trust. You, were, you no had to be a grown-up. 
there was no choice for me either. So it was just like, that is like how I view the world is like trying to find like, what is the polite thing to be? And like people coming at you with stuff that feels bad or you saying something that's inappropriate and realizing that like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. So Mm -hmm. a lot of learning at a very early age that these are things that you just don't talk about. You don't engage in those things because maybe I don't know enough about them to discuss them, which I think that a lot of people don't take that on now if they don't know enough about it. Like they're going to have a million opinions about it, even if they don't know about it. But I think before, like maybe there was a little bit of shame there wasn't as much knowledge, like there wasn't like readable knowledge, which people don't seek it now. Like you would think like everybody should know in everything. You know, like the the old, like there was the old um, adage of like, you know, in, a, in an old style, old school pub, like you just don't talk religion or politics, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. impolite. But the reason you don't talk religion and politics isn't because the bartender doesn't want to break up fights or because like they don't want anybody getting butt hurt. It's because there's a, there's a fundamental understanding of the human of of humanity that discussing those things never ends well. (laughs) Like like it just doesn't go well. Just um, it's better. Like it's, there's a thing of like, um, let's just assume that all of us don't want kids to starve. Right. Or get molested. Right. Thank you. Right. Let's just assume like the vast majority of all of us don't want those things to happen. However, there there's a split because a lot of people, some people think that the solution to kids not starving is to just give their parents everything. Right. And some people think the solution to kids not starving is don't give their parents too much and like kind of make, you know, like I'm, I'm, I can listen to either argument, you know, mm-hmm. right. but I don't know. It's a, it's more of like a, it wasn't a rule put in place because there were too many fights and like it got real expensive cleaning up the glass. It was a rule put in place because there's an understanding of, of like humanity that goes back ages that we're getting detached from. That's but the part. People it's understood a like, hundred years the ago. The lessons haven't that, been passed down. Like the, the lessons have not been passed down, which it's is like why. If you want to vote de- Democrat or Republican, what? Okay, fine, whatever. And it's like, just keep it to yourself. Right. I assume you don't want kids to starve. That part, yeah. I'm a, I'm gonna assume like there's like a yeah. Like That's I don't like uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh I don't know. Were we wrapping up an hour yeah, ago? Sorry. Yeah, That's no, I think right. we're the endless ranners, baby. That's how we do. We fool you and then we actually rap. Cheese logs. <laughs> <laughs> Cheese logs crackers. and babies and cows. Cheese, cheese and crackers, baby, would be a good uh, good t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Amen. We'll work yeah. A, I'll whip up a design. Okay. I'm going to get my cricket going. I got to buy a cricket. I'm going to buy a cricket and I'm going to make some merch. There you go. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm going to make my own merch at the That'd house. That'd be fun. That'd be All fun. Right. All right. You know what we should do? We should, we should make a couple of these things and just give them away as prizes at first. Yes. Like special awards. You know what? Hell I'm yeah. going to ask for a cricket for Christmas. I get anything I want. So I'll ask for a cricket for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to make merch. I'll Let's be honest. Uh, and I mean, I'm not going to like ask for a cricket for Christmas, but if I, no. if we had one, that'd be a pretty cool thing to have. No, I am going to ask for a cricket for Christmas. That's, uh, you know what? 
get one. I'm just saying I wouldn't use a Christmas wish for it, but I wouldn't mind having one of those things because it's it's pretty nifty. Yeah. Yeah. I get I my wish is always anything I ask for, I get it. So I'm just gonna ask for for Christmas. So there you go. Well, my real wish is peace on earth. Yes. Same. Yes. For those of you that I like. (laughs) (laughs) And the rest of you, fuck off. Eternal damnation. Oh my god, I love the way Constant sorrow. Reza, like puts all of the things out. Like I hope you have like your <laughs> your pant leg gets stuck in escalator. I hope. just like oh, I mean just saying awesome. something just like I hope nothing ever tastes good in your life again. It's mm-hmm. like so that's like that's devastating. Like that's that's like that's terrible. I hope every bit of toilet paper is single ply. Like <laughs> uh, to say to someone like I hope you never taste the food you love again in your life. Like, oh, that's like yeah. that's worse than saying I hope you lose a leg. That happened to one of my friends. She got the corona and she literally lost she everything that she loves smells like hot garbage. That sucks. Kill me. Like I am done. Damn. That's mean. That's mean to say stuff that's like that. So ah. horrible. For a year. Over a year it's been happening to her. It's much nicer to wish like a car accident on them or something, you know. Pray for her. That's horrible. That's the worst. Mm-hmm. The worst. Yep. I wouldn't want to leave the house if that were the case, man. It's like everything just smells like fucking garbage. Did like, you know the I flu has done that as well? Way. No shit. The influenza is also done. Like, I know there's a lot of stuff going around about like <clears> the <throat> first time in history that a virus has caused the loss of sense of taste and smell. No, it's not true. They just took advantage of it to scare you some more. Yeah, the flu is done. It's like. It's documented. It's old. It's like, you know, well, I haven't had the flu since I stopped getting flu shots in the late nineties. So I had a weird thought today. Cause you know, like, you know, you're, you get friends that get Corona, right? You get, you're, <laughs> and you start, you start, yeah, you start asking them like, what was it like? Like, how you doing? And they start describing it. And then I had a weird thought today. Like, I remember I, I got the flu like 10 years ago and the way people, <laughs> This is this is gonna sound like an I'm gonna sound like an asshole, but like the words that people are using to describe like their two day bout you know, with, with Corona, like you know the again trying to be sensitive, but like <laughs> they're using the same words I used ten years ago, which is like I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like I had the flu real bad, and I was like I couldn't stop shaking. I was shaking violently. My head was like pounding. I couldn't imagine anything worse. Like I couldn't imagine not like I, I forgot, like I felt so bad for that 24 hours that I forgot what it felt like to not, you know? Yeah. It's weird. Like you get, yeah, you get sucked in. It's like, when is this going to be over? Like time feels like it's stretching on for fucking ever. Oh, (laughs) but I mean, if you, if you like, I was so sick, Manny, I was like in the bath. I was so cold. I could not get warm. I was in the bathtub and like scalding water, just like trying to get a little bit of warmth. If COVID-19 didn't exist, you're, I mean, like literally like pre 2020, like people, you were just describing the flu. Like you, you couldn't get warm. You had the chills. Like you didn't, you couldn't kept saying like, it's just the, yeah, whatever. I know people died. People die from the flu though. That's the part. Like people die from the flu. People die. I mean, my husband literally died having sex. I mean, people die is what it is. I think the, (laughs) I think, you know, these are different. I God wouldn't say like like the flu and COVID. (laughs) The flu, influenza and COVID-19 are not the same thing. 
<laughs> at all. Like, I don't want to try to say they're the same. It's just but like, Paul Bryan had the flu. It is yeah. very strange. It's very oh, strange. Yeah, it sounded that, awful, like, man. People it, describe the, awful. <laughs> the yeah. people that get COVID and real bad for a couple of days, they and they describe it. They're describing it exactly like someone would have described the flu in 2019. Totally. Or 2007. Or remove nine. all, remove all the emotion, remove like a lot of the, you know, like terrible, like deaths and trap, like remove all that. And yeah. for the most part, people were describing the flu. Yeah. My worst bout of the flu was in like 19, maybe 98. So yeah, the flu is. And I'm only, I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying anything other than like literally other than people use the same words. Yeah. The same exact words, terms, descriptions, feelings. They did. Yeah. Because if it's happening to you, then it's the worst. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but describing it in a way where as if no one had ever felt that before from a virus. <laughs> I think the difference with Corona was the media was also telling you that you're fucked. You know, you know yeah. what? You know what will will rarely let my last thought. I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> I promise. I'll just log what out. What like, will in all like in the next 20 years of history and you know chronicles of COVID 19 and 2020, 21, whatever, it will rarely be mentioned that 2020 was an election year. Most people, I've said that most people probably forgot that already, like that everything was in the context of. Oh, yeah, it no, was, all of them was a very, very, it was a, it was an election year that decided the his, the future of mankind. A lot of crazy shit went down in the last couple election cycles that coincided with them. So it's, yeah, you're not, it's not a fucking coincidence. And next week we should talk about how we're like in some sort of psyop. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> Both of you are right now. I haven't smoked since before the happy hour. <laughs> <laughs> or during the happy hour at the end I, of the happy hour. Uh, I got some edibles delivered to me. So oh finally. Actually, yeah, they actually started kicking in a few minutes ago. So I'm oh. on, I'm, on a, I'm on a good one right now. You guys, do I look younger? Can you I'm monitoring my college results by these YouTube videos, and I feel like maybe a little bit. This girl. Do a later, girl. girl. Let's go on a date. I already said that I was done talking. <laughs> uh, no, but I have, I have seen, <laughs> I have seen differences in your befores and afters with the with the stuff with the photos you've been posting. All right. Well, good. I'm just gonna put it back out there because you know everybody wants to look better. Anyways, I just want to look the same. Uh, my eye vision is better too. I just want to put that out there too. Like I told Bill today, I'm like, is it crazy that my vision is better? No, my vision not. is my vision's not, but I've I don't care as much. I guess your eyeball is made up of a bunch of collagen. I who I didn't know that. I don't I don't pretend like I know anything about. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, this it. collagen kick is getting to the point where I'm going to start to suspect it to be. I know that's the way I was. <laughs> when Jennifer Aniston was is it kicking in? Back. Is it kicking in? You're just like anti collagen now. 
No, when Jennifer Aniston was pumping that shit, I was like, that's a scam. I'm not jumping on that bullshit. Like, I... I already had the, the Aniston haircut in the 90s. Like, I'm not calling <laughs> her ass again. I'm over it. But yeah. And so the the company that made me feel better when they produced the collagen, I was like, I have to try it because that's what I'm doing. What, what's and the name of this company? Heard, Manny, don't act like you didn't come to my. <laughs> no, for the people at home listening. So they oh. could. No, just, just slide in my DMs anybody uh, this is my grandma chin i had a grandma chin right here you know grandma's their skin start to sag right here sag, yeah they got that turkey neck going i ha- like look at that <laughs> don't talk about my 25 year old knees don't get me started put some cranberry sauce on that <laughs> <laughs> pass the, good the gravy stuff, right <laughs> pass, the, pass the gravy pass, grandma Chris, i'm 49 <laughs> oh wait you are too i'm 50 what are you kidding me oh fuck He's proud of being a one-upper. I don't. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll be fifty in six months. I reject all labels, including age. Yeah. You anyway. reject the stuff today too. Yeah. Anyways. I yeah. Love you guys. Happy you too. Friday. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, everybody, good. for listening, Thank supporting, subscribing. Yeah. Uh, Christmas is coming up. Please so. subscribe. Please subscribe. subscribe. This is a this is a Christmas podcast. Next week we will be too because it's actually Christmas weekend. So yeah, I'm gonna wear my Christmas sweatshirt next week. I have Same. That. Get your ugly ass sweater yeah. in order, Chris. Yes. I would say to Chris. everybody, get ready. Enjoy the holidays, whatever you celebrate or don't. Enjoy oh, them for real. Don't stress yeah. out. Yeah. Or careful. don't. Or don't. Be careful. Chill. Relax. Yeah. If you have the choice to drive to Walmart to get a drone delivery, get a drone delivery. <laughs> <laughs> or don't. <laughs> Those are so scary to me. You just right. hear like the the menacing whirring. Mm. Yep, in the distance as it gets closer and closer to your house. PS3 just drops on your. We're at five, woman. Oh, five. <laughs> I did like I was driving down a road a couple months ago. I was going through a school zone, and I looked up, and there was a there was a drone overhead over this road. Uh huh. Was it carrying anything? No, but I was. I was like, I'm thinking, is it, I think it'd be my under my rights as an American to take this drone out. Yeah, I think you have some sort of like equivalent to citizens arrest. It's just like, no, this is like, I, I like, I like the drones. I like the deliveries. I like the fact that drones can literally like eliminate 25% of like trips to the store. Mm-hmm. Know, like that's, that's kind of game changing, but the way you lay it out makes it sound like a legitimate thing like that i would be into yeah however on my people walk, people are like i'm never gonna do i'd like to go to the store it's like oh well guess what you like more convenience i don't like to go to the store you like convenience you like staying inside <laughs> but yes. okay but at the same time i also am very anti things flying over my head with cameras right that part and when you're outside walking like you're just like oh nature and then like oh wait we're delivering tampons to 27b like it's weird to know that yeah like a tampon delivery to 27b <laughs> is also tracking <laughs> is also scanning your license plate yeah. for real it's too much we're fucked just and then amazon will be like we promise that we're not scanning your license plate 
and then six months, and then then you later, and then the, two years later, <laughs> two years later, they pay off a lawsuit in Europe for eight billion dollars because <laughs> because they have like honest courts there that actually prosecute people for lying. Yeah, they were in fact yeah. scanning your license. That's plate. a lot of like. There's a lot of crazy like European and Australian lawsuits against Facebook social media apps that are like that make a lot of sense that like kind of prove that they are bad companies. Yeah. <laughs> Like they do a lot of manipulation, but like this never happens here. Yes. But Facebook, man, they pay out massive amounts of money in other countries <laughs> for these things, but they make so much money. It's like, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, really Dropping their bucket. Before we go, Monkey's Uncle wants to know if you had an eye exam, Quana. Yeah, I had the results. Like from my actual prescription, it's right. down. Like I will send that to him right now. I'm not uh-huh. even fucking around. It's the wildest thing. Like my prescription is less. Like I went, I remember I've been saying on this podcast for a couple months that my eye, like I can't see. Oh, I can't see. Oh, I can't see. I couldn't see. I went to the doctor and my, it's because my eyes are not as bad. Like I went down from, I was 2.25 on my left eye and 2.0 and uh-huh. 0.75 on both eyes. Nice. So. And I can see. Again. Congrats. Yeah. Cause I wasn't, I was like everything I would put my contacts in and it would be, my vision would be not good. And I thought, and I told Christopher that I think with contacts, you just can't see good. Well, there's another, <laughs> there's another element to your medical miracle that it's the endless Rainers podcast effect. that's right i am so grateful to be here new and improved with collagen (laughs) now with more collagen yeah this podcast has collagen it does and and peptides peptides no peptides i'm sending you only collagen pepsid ac and peptides. i don't know what a peptide (laughs) i don't know what either but i think i see the word collagen and peptides together a lot well i don't know what peptide is and i'm learning what a collagen is but something to do with collagens (laughs) (laughs) maybe rich will help me Mm -hmm. or he'll find it everybody merry christmas happy hanukkah happy kwanzaa happy uh festivus for the rest of us or no mediocre festivus happy boxing day to our canadian uh, listeners and friends that those are all the holidays i can think of yeah at least not be that Feliz Navidad. That's Merry Christmas. Yep. <laughs> it's trickery. <laughs> I just got to cover our, our Hispanic demographic. That's our, our oh, Latinx happy listeners. Yeah. And. Uh, oh, no, not Happy New uh, Year not yet. Not yet. There's like. What, I'm Are trying to get- think of the song where it's like Feliz Navidad. And then there's like a Prospero Año. Y Felicidad. <laughs> You know the lyrics, man. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. All well, right. All right, everybody. Cheers. Have on. a good weekend. Take care. Be careful. Get it on. Get it on. Mandate, bitches. You hairy skank. She calls the vape. She calls the vape. What is up? This is producer Mole Man with your plugs. First off, 
If you want to find us on Facebook, look up Endless Randers Podcast, and you'll see us join up, have fun, mingle with all the listeners, throw in some shade at us if you want. If you want to reach out to us on Twitter, it is Endless Randers. Instagram is Endless Randers Podcast. If you want to reach out to us individually, you could find Chris on Twitter at GratefulRed1. And one is a number, not the actual word spelled out. So GratefulRed and then the number one. Robbie Spotlight, you can find him across all socials under the Robbie Spotlight name. You could find me under How We Figure, Twitter, Instagram, and the podcast. And thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. Get it on.